Hi, my name's Victoria Worsley. This lesson is called pressing and rolling, or sometimes it's known as the ladder. And today I'd like to subtitle it, Bones Do It Better. Make sure you have enough space to move around in a little if possible and to lie on your back. You might like a blanket or a mat or a carpeted floor to lie on comfortably. And we'll start standing. As you stand, begin to listen into yourself and ask yourself the question, what holds you up? There are many ways of answering, but very fundamentally. I'd like to suggest the ground. It may seem laughably obvious, but then we often miss the most obvious for that very reason. So can you feel how much you allow your weight down into the ground? And what places work to pull you up away from the ground instead? It's not such an easy thing to notice because those habits are often so well ingrained. But simply notice any places that feel a little tight today or are holding or feel like they're working a bit too hard. You could listen to your legs, your belly, your back, your chest, shoulders, neck. Can you breathe in and out easily? Or does some holding somewhere interfere? Most of us spend considerable effort trying to pull ourselves up away from the ground instead of simply allowing it to be the support for us that it is. Another important part of the answer is the skeleton, your bones. It's the skeleton that transmits our weight to the ground so that the ground, like a trampoline, can push back with an equal and opposite force, transmitted once again through bone. When the skeleton is in balance and can do its job well, very little muscular effort is needed and it's provided by the deep postural muscles designed for the job so that other muscles are free for moving, breathing, now take your attention to how your weight is transmitted to the floor through your legs and feet. Begin to notice if one leg supports you better than the other. If the weight can drop down it more simply. Shift your weight a little maybe from one leg to the other to get a clearer impression of which leg supports you better. You might like to notice which one you picked first by the way because it's often the easier one. Now, as you shift weight from one leg to another, add in a little hop. So at some point, both feet leave the ground, even if it's just a, a little bit. And again, notice what do you do? Do you lift yourself into the air? Listen to your chest, your shoulders, your ribs, your belly. How much do they work to pull you up? Do you push away the floor? Listen to your legs. What do they do? Once you can trust the ground and your bones to support you, you can also begin to use your bones to transmit force better for easier and even if you want powerful movement. Much more efficient than muscle because of course bones don't get tired and bones don't get strained. So let's have a look at that on the floor for a few minutes. Come and lie down on your back. 
Now, in this position, you can feel the ground more. And in this relationship to gravity, your muscles can do even less to hold you up. The ground is clearly your support. So notice how much you can allow it to be that. What places can really accept this invitation from gravity to rest on the ground? Can lean on the ground? Can give their weight to the ground? In particular today, listen to what places in your back really give their weight to the floor. And let's include the back of the pelvis in that. There may be a difference between the left and right sides. There may be places that press too heavily for comfort. There may be places that don't touch the floor at all. And of course there may be places that are simply unclear to you for now. Listen a little to your shoulder blades too. Of course, if you want longer, you can always press pause. Now bend up the right leg so that the foot is standing and the knee points towards the ceiling. Leave the left leg long. Press the ground a little with the foot, the right foot. And then stop and repeat a few times, pressing and letting go. So what happens? You can press in an effort to make a hole in the floor, or you can press in such a way that some other place in you moves. The pressure you transmit to the floor comes back from the ground, through the leg bones. And can you feel the possibility of it rolling your pelvis a little to the left? So the pelvis leans its weight on the left side. If it's not clear, have a go. See if you can find that connection. Press and roll. And then notice how much do you need to press? How little effort do you need to do this? Notice if you need to move the foot somewhere to make the movement work better. Look for a place to put the foot where it can transmit the force of the pressing most easily to the pelvis. It may be nearer the buttock or further away or a little further in or further out from your midline. Try out a few different places to find which is the most effective. And just check if you hold your breath. Holding your breath is often an indication of effort or strain. Okay, leave the movement. Let your leg come down again and have a rest. Now bend the right leg again and plant the foot as before. Find a good place so that you can use the leg to press. If you can, tuck your left hand behind your waist, just on the left side, under the left side of the small of your back there. This time, 
press with your right foot again in order to roll the pelvis, but see if you can direct the push from your foot a little, so that instead of rolling the weight of the pelvis simply onto the side, the weight is directed a little more upwards, that's in the direction of your head, and into the lower back on the left. When you find it, you'll feel it squash your hand a little. Notice if you're tempted to recruit the stomach muscles for this job. And then just see how simply you can find it just from pressing the foot and directing the push so that the weight leans on this place in the lower back. Listen to your breath. Does it help to breathe in or out as you press and roll? Notice how much effort you use. Look for the simplest, easiest route. Each time you press, it's a new exploration, not simply a mechanical repetition. How can you organize your foot, the pressing, the direction of the pressing, your breath to roll your weight and squash your hand most easily and simply? Let your leg come down, have a rest. Notice if anything is changing in how you rest on the floor. Come back to the same position with the right leg bent and play a little with this idea. So press with the right foot and direct the push so that you can shift the weight into different places along the ribs on the left side. Try each place a few times, pressing and rolling and then slowly letting go again each time, shifting up the side bit by bit, finding as many different places in the ribs as you can to press into the floor. Like giving your weight to different rungs of a ladder. Notice how the rest of you becomes involved to enable the movement. Keep it simple and with only the amount of effort you really need to simply press and roll the weight to lean on a new place in the ribs and then come back. Notice if you're tempted to recruit muscles of the chest to press with and see if you can organize yourself to let them stay soft instead. Just pressing the foot, directing the push to shift the weight to a new place and gradually returning. Eventually you may even be able to roll the weight into the left shoulder, but only go as far as is comfortable and easy for you. Don't strain or go into pain as you'll only learn how to strain and go into pain. Okay, let the leg down and have a rest. Feel how your back rests and notice any differences between the sides or from the start of the lesson. Now bend up the left leg, leaving the right leg long, and try the same exploration on this side. Start with simply pressing the foot, finding a good place for the left foot to transmit the force best. You're likely to find it quicker on this side having learnt it on the other, but don't be in a hurry. Feel how you can roll the weight of the pelvis to the right 
and how this place in the pelvis can really lean on the ground. Notice that when you roll the right side of the pelvis into the ground, the left side lifts. It has to. But by being interested in letting the ground take the weight on the right, you don't have to be busy with lifting the left. It just happens. Let your leg down. Take a rest. Bring the left leg back to standing and play with directing the push so the back of the waist on the right side leans more on the ground. You can put your hand there if it helps. Again, you'll find that more on the left side will lift in response, but without you having to make it happen. What can you do with your breath to help? How much force do you actually need to use? Can you make it simpler, easier, softer? Have a rest. Come back to the same position with the left leg bent, and now use the pressing and directing the pressing and rolling the weight into different parts of the ribs and even the shoulder on this right side, bit by bit. Again, more and more of the left side will lift, but if you keep your interest with leaning the weight on the ground on the right, the left side will just lift automatically without effort. Just press and roll and come back again. Let your legs come down and have a rest. Notice any changes in your back. What places give their weight to the floor now? Does the question make more sense now? Slowly roll onto one side, find your way to sitting, and then to standing again. Take your time so you don't lose whatever's happened on the floor in coming back to being upright in gravity. When you get to standing, feel how does your weight go down into the floor now? Maybe this question makes more sense too. You may feel heavier when the unnecessary work of muscles lets go a little. You may feel lighter or different in some other way. How are those places that were working or straining a little to keep you upright before? How's your breathing? Shift your weight again from one foot to the other, and feel how well each leg supports you. Then, when your weight is on one leg, bend it a little, and push the ground away a little bit to send you onto your other leg in a little hop. And back again. Doesn't have to be big. Of course, if you bend more and push more, you'll generate more force and a different speed, a different quality of movement. So, how much do you actually need for what you want to do? Play a little. Try directing the push in different directions. You could send yourself forward or to the side, on an angle, behind you, wherever. 
the force traveling from the ground through your leg bones moves you easily. When you walk upstairs, run, play sport, dance, or just when you sit, stand, or lie, see if you can notice how you can use this possibility of letting the ground and your bones support you, and even do the work for you. Enjoy.